Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here to give us a little bit more insight on an L.A. perspective from the Los Angeles News Group NBA reporter Mark Heisler. Mark, Jody Mack here in New York. How are you today? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you? Good. Um, how difficult has the last week been? Well, um, it's been difficult. You know, um, I was, you know, it's, you know, it's hard. It's hard to deal with something like this. Um, you know, uh, Kobe was a really singular um, personality. You know, he really had like an ironclad grip over his life and over the story of his life and for it to end this way. But I mean, you know, of course, you know, then you add in the fact that eight other people were involved and three of them were schoolgirls and one of one of them, of course, is a 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. So, you know, it's really, you know, it's really sad and there's no getting around it. Um, you know, it's, you know, it kind of runs on two tracks, you know, there's the real life story, you know, and then there's the NBA story. Um, and, um, you know, of the two, of course, the real life thing is, you know, way more, way more important, way more significant. Um, but, you know, so it's just, you know, it is what it is, and it's and it is really sad, and there's just no getting away from it. It is the merging of two worlds, as you say, real life and NBA life, and the guys on the Lakers right now have to deal with that. That the, they are uh, seeing the merging of the two lives. They know Kobe. They know of Kobe. They understand the loss, but they also still have to get on with their life. That is the NBA. They did that the other night, did a great celebration of Kobe's life and the other tragically lost individuals, uh, but then they went out and lost the game. And last night, they went up to Sacramento and won the game, maybe because they were out of the setting that was the Staples and the L.A. Forum. How are the Lakers dealing with it? Do you think this is, has a long-term effect on them over the course of the season? Um, you know, of course, you know, they're... Uh... They're having trouble dealing with it, and you know, of course, the trouble was showing up. You know, when they called off the game against Clippers on Tuesday, and then didn't come back until Friday. But you know, the fact that they were doing this—you know, what everybody's calling a celebration of his life, of Kobe's life—you know—that kind of plunged everybody back down into it. You know, Frank Vogel said that when you know when when they went out to play the game, said you know, you know, his starting players had tears in his eyes, in their eyes, and of course, you know, they lost the game to to Portland, so. You know, long term, I don't think it's it's really not going to have an effect. You know, the bottom line is, you know, of of the twelve players they've got, only two of them were on a team were on the team with Kobe. You know, that's uh, Kyle Kuzma and Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard didn't, you know, wasn't exactly close to him. Um, so, you know, um, you know. You know, this is just part of life. You know, part of life is is death and funerals and and things that are really sad. Um, and you know, it's re- it's it's sadder if it's in your family. Now, of course, you know it 
their family in a certain way, but in a certain way it was not. So, you know, those, you know, bottom line is, you know, I think they're going to be what they were going to be. If they're not, you know, there's, you know, they can't tell people because of Kobe, you know, so, um, you know, Kobe is just going to be, you know, the, the whole story is just going to be what it is and everybody's going to have to live with it. And, you know, and then, you know, and then I really think everybody, you know, as far as just getting on with their lives, you know, that means getting on with their professional life. And I think that's what they'll do. NBA uh, reporter for the L.A. News Group, Mark Keisler, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. Um, the guy who is still with the organization, who is probably Kobe, uh, closest to Kobe, of course, is Rob Palenka, who is now the general manager, president, whatever his t- title of is. He's the uh, main guy with the Lakers these days and reports only, of course, to their owner, Jeannie Buss, who also had a very tight relationship with Kobe, but it was one in which he worked for her. Rob worked for Kobe and then eventually came in to take over the Lakers uh, I, I've seen uh, snippets of interviews done with him, but not a lot. I've seen some quotes and some reports with him, but not a lot. Has he been a tough guy to get a uh, hold of, to get a grasp of, to get a feeling of how he's dealing with this unbelievably tough situation? Um, no, it, I mean, it hasn't hasn't been hard to get a grasp of how he's dealing with it. You know, it's, he's very sad about it. You know, he was, you know, we, you know, we talk about, you know, these issues as if they're the Lakers issues, but they, you know, as I said, you know, only two of them were, you know, were ever on the same team with Kobe. Rob Palenka was close with him. You know, Rob was his agent. Rob was Gianna's godfather. Um, so, you know, so that's, you know, that makes it, you know, much more of an issue for him, but, you know, you know, we have people, you know, the sad, the sad truth is we have people in our lives who die. And, you know, and then we have to get on with it, you know, with, on with the rest of our lives. And if you don't, you know, then then that's not good. You're not you're not honoring the, the person, you know, whoever it is, you know, would wish that, you know, that you would get on with your life. Um, and, you know, and I, th- I think that's what Rob will do. No, he's got a job in front of him because the Lakers are still on the top in the Western Conference, but it's going to be a uh, tough road with some very good teams out there in that conference, including one right in town, the Clippers. You mentioned that I agreed with, I thought that it was the proper thing to do when they canceled the game against the Clippers earlier this week. Um, If there's ever an easy time to reschedule a game, it's two teams in the same town playing in the same building. So uh, I think it was something the NBA had uh, an easy time deciding. Was the L.A. fan base happy for that, sad for that, ticked off by that, understood, even if they weren't happy about it? How did that play in L.A. when the announcement came down? That the NBA was going to postpone Lakers Clippers as the first game after Kobe's tragedy. Well, I think it was. I think it went down as wholly appropriate. I mean, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to be, you know, some troglodyte if you if you were if you were saying, oh, there's no game that night. I'm upset. Um, you know, I think everybody understood, you know, where the Lakers were and why this was true. I don't think anybody, you know, you, you got to remember that, you know, if there's you know, if there's shock and you know grief, you know, in my mind, you know, this is this is kind of like you know, Princess Di or or John Lennon, or and that, and those. Um, I don't want to compare anything to JFK, um, 
but I mean, you know, those, you know, those are the only things I can think of that are that are comparable. And you know, they do take your breath away. And I, I think I think everybody, you know, thought it was wholly appropriate, you know, that they didn't play that game. And if they had played that game, you know, the story would be, why did they play it? You know, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I think everybody totally understood. Fair enough. Clipper, Clipper fans, too, all three of them. <laughs> well, we'll see when uh, the Clippers and the Lakers play, when it is the Clippers' house, if the Lakers fans can get their hands on those tickets for the rest of the season. Um, is the rest of the season going to be a dedication to Kobe for the Lakers this year? Well, I think so. I think, you know, I think, you know, we're going to hear a lot about Kobe. Um, and, of course, you know, the, the All-Star game is going to be another natural, um, you know, moment to think about Kobe and, and you know, I'm a little stuck on this word, you know, celebrate his life. Um, so I think you'll I think you'll hear less about it. But, I mean, you know, from the Lakers' standpoint, you know, the, the – They'll never really get away from it, you know. So they'll, they'll, I think there'll be a lot of, you know, you know, thought about doing this for Kobe. But I think that's more the Lakers than anybody else. Understood. Uh, and as I mentioned, the Lakers had a game just the other night at Staples. I thought LeBron did a great job of uh, giving a speech for Kobe before the game started. But then he went out and didn't play all that well, and they got beat. Dame Lillard, a non-Laker, stepped up and had the game of games and actually found a, win, a way to win the game for Portland. Um, so LeBron is still in his burgeoning stages of being a Laker. How much will we, ju- will we judge him even more in this year with Kobe's passing if the Lakers do not win a title behind LeBron James? Will the crit- critics come down even harder on him? Well, you know, if you're LeBron James, that's what your life is. Is you know, is it's people are are looking at him and judging him. Um, you know, like every every day of his professional career, and so so it's, this isn't going to be any different. You know, it's like um, first game of the season. Um, you know, at that point when you know they started the season, the Clippers were were the, kind of a a narrow pick to you know to win the championship and the Lakers were like I think were you know it was close but they were number they were picked number five in the West and you know so opening night and and uh, LeBron didn't have very good game kind of like this one Friday night and you know of course you know not not a good game for LeBron is just like this game Friday night sixteen points nine assists I forget if it was seven rebounds or whatever it was something like that so. Um, anyway, so uh, opening night, LeBron didn't have a very good game, and um, you know, and everybody you know dumped on him, and you know, and he went back out and started playing really well, and, and they, you know, they started winning a whole bunch of games, you know, and so, you know, it's just, you know, that's if you're LeBron, that's what your life is, you know, people, you know, praising you or, or dumping on you every day, you know, that's. Yeah, I mean the reason that's true is because he's up as high as he is. You know, he's one of the, you know, he's thought to be one of the two or three or four, uh, five best players that ever was, and so you know, at that, you know, at that level, that's you know, that's that's what that's what your life is. And that's what Kobe dealt with for his entire life as well. Mark, great stuff. We appreciate you coming on board. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, have some fun watching it. Uh, kick back, relax, take the day. 
then uh, get back on that tough trail. Appreciate your jumping on our trail today. Okay, my pleasure. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.